0: and welcome back to Kate's Corner, where we discuss and inform ourselves about each and every corner of the world. I'm your host, Kate Snoffer. Today, we will be continuing our health series by talking about allergies, specifically food allergies. We will begin with some basic definitions that will help us to understand the science behind food allergies. Then we will learn some important facts and statistics about food allergies, some common treatments, and finally, we will conclude with some personal experiences and anecdotes from people with allergies. I myself have had a decent amount of experience with food allergies and all that comes with them. So without further ado, let's jump right in. At the basic level, when someone with an allergy consumes something that they are allergic to, they will experience a mild to severe reaction. The most common allergens are peanuts, tree nuts, which include cashews, pistachios, and walnuts, milk, eggs, soy, wheat, Fish and sell- shellfish. But why does this reaction happen? Essentially, the body's immune system mistakes the allergen for something foreign and something that needs to leave the body immediately. It's like the body thinks the allergen is a sickness that shouldn't be in the body. So, as a response, the body reacts. Reactions can range from an upset stomach all the way to anaphylaxis. Anaphylaxis is the most severe form of allergic reaction, and if left untreated, it can cause death. Those who experience anaphylaxis might notice rapid hives developing all over their body, followed by vomiting, and in extreme cases, they might have trouble breathing. This is when anaphylaxis becomes deadly. To treat mild allergic reactions, you might take some Benadryl. The Benadryl slows down the allergic reaction process until it is not noticeable. However, if reactions continue or worsen, one might use epinephrine, which, is com- which completely stops the allergic reaction. You might be familiar with an EpiPen. It is injected through a needle, typically into the side of your leg. Those with allergies must maintain a regular lifestyle while avoiding the foods they cannot eat. It's all about balance and awareness. Now for the numbers. According to Teen Wellness, 50 million Americans are affected by allergies. That's 15% of America. Allergies are considered the sixth leading cause of chronic illness and cause $18 billion each year, according to the CDC. Allergies can be hereditary, and if one parent has allergies, you have a 20-40% to 40% chance that you will too. And if both parents have an allergy, your chances go up to 70%. Allergies aren't going away anytime soon either. With over 200,000 people hospitalized every year, the problem seems to be getting worse, and it's getting harder to tell why. From 1997 to 2008, the amount of children in the U.S. with a peanut and trina allergy nearly tripled. It has been suggested that prior exposure to allergens might help in preventing allergies. However, it was previously thought that no exposure at all to allergens would prevent them. It was quite the opposite, and even more children developed allergies because of this. So, what can be done? Right now, allergies are still a relatively new concept. Scientists aren't exactly sure why allergies are only popping up now. Luckily, there are some new treatments available. As I mentioned earlier, Benadryl and Epinephrine, or, as, or EpiPen as you might know them, are the most common treatments for allergies. But this is only allergy treatment. What about allergy prevention so that reactions don't occur in the first place? New developments and treatments in this field are being made every day. For example, a very new treatment called OIT is becoming more popular as it shows more and more good results. What is OIT? OIT stands for oral immunotherapy. An individual being treated for peanuts, for example, would first receive a very, very small amount of the allergen so that their body would be able to tolerate it. The patient would then take this amount of the allergen at the same time every day for a week. Then, the next week, they would go into the doctor to escalate the dose of the allergen so that their body tolerates it. This will go on for a few months until the patient can eat full servings of peanuts or whatever allergen they are being treated for. After the treatment is finished, the patient will continue to eat the highest dose they were able to tolerate as a maintenance dose. The purpose of oral immunotherapy is for the patient to be able to tolerate any accidental exposures to an allergen without having to be rushed to the hospital. It is incredibly unlikely that they will ever be able to eat a dozen Snickers bars, but they would be able to eat at a restaurant without any concerns for what is entering their body. This treatment is still incredibly new, but it has been proven very effective for those who choose to take it on. And now I can tell you about my personal experience with the allergies I have had. And essentially, I've had allergies pretty much my entire life, and we discovered it when my mom gave me a bite of peanut butter sandwich, and my mouth broke out in a rash. And I was too young to be tested at the time, but once I was able to be tested, I was diagnosed with a peanut and tree nut allergy. And I would say my most memorable reaction was at a wedding a few years ago when I accidentally ate some pistachios that were in a meal that was served. And I immediately reacted. My tongue was terribly itchy and I could feel my throat begin to close. And I had to take just a ton of Benadryl, which makes you really drowsy. So I was very out of it while everyone was dancing and having a good time. And at the end of the night, I just threw up a ton despite not eating really anything except those few bites of that meal. And looking back, I probably should have used my EpiPen. But at the time, doctors were only recommending that you use it if you could not breathe. But now they recommend using it even if you are in doubt of the situation. So, that was pretty scary, but I learned a lot about how I react, so if I ever did in the future, then I would know. And all of this prompted for us to go into the OIT program that I described above. And I'm in it right now, so every week I go to the doctor to get a new dose of peanuts, which is what I'm being treated for right now. And it has been a real journey. It has not been very easy. And sometimes the dose gives me a really bad stomach ache, or sometimes it gives me heartburn that doesn't go away with, like, Tums or anything like that. And But sometimes you just have to say, yes, I'm going to keep going even if I experience pain. And the types of discomfort that I do experience or sometimes experience are super common, are and they're just part of the treatment. And I have found ways to suppress the pain and kind of control it. I take my dose at the same time every day after a large meal and I also eat after um, taking the dose so that it kind of masks the dose or whatever I'm eating and I also can't be very active before or after in case I do have a reaction and but I know it's going to be worth it when I can eat at a restaurant without worrying or I can eat at a buffet. And the funny thing is, I actually hate the taste of peanuts. I think it's absolutely disgusting. But like I said, I know it's going to be worth it. And I also plan on doing OIT for both pistachios and cashews in the future so that I am protected against everything that I'm allergic to. And I'm hoping that I will be successful. I'm about, I want to say like two-thirds of the way through my peanut treatment and hopefully I'll be done soon after the new year. Well that wraps it up for this episode of Kate's Corner. I hope you learned something new today about food allergies and how they affect people. Thank you for tuning in this week and make sure to come back next week where we discuss about the reality of nutrients and your body. See you next time.